India and the UK are negotiating a free trade agreement. While the agreement was supposed to be signed by Diwali, the countries missed the deadline. The talks for the agreement started in January 2022 between Prime Minister Narendra Modi and former British Prime Minister Boris Johnson. So, where does the India-UK free trade agreement stand now? How will the newly elected British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak deal with the situation? Hello, this is Nabodita Ganguly. Welcome to the BL podcast. Today I am joined by Amiti Sen. Associate Editor Business Line who will speak in depth about the India UK free trade agreement. Hi Amiti, thank you so much for joining us. Hi. So, my first question to you Amiti is how will the India UK free trade agreement help India? India's FTA negotiations with the UK is very important for the country. because you know it is in line with the country's current focus on entering into such pacts with developed nations you know where it can gain more access for its labor intensive goods and its services sector especially uh, you know movement of professionals and uh, also what is important is that india feels that you know when it gets into a pact with a developed nation it will be totally away from the influence of china so and uh, if we look at the fta's that india has signed so far uh, we have such fta's with only three developed nations and two of the of the pacts with japan and south korea they were signed more than a decade ago and it was only in this year that india you know successfully completed its fta talks with australia and although the pact will be implemented only after ratification by australian parliament but the talks have been concluded so in that context this is very important the india uk fta so if a free trade pact is sealed with the uk you know it could lead to greater market access for india's labor intensive products such as garments uh, leather items food and beverages tobacco uh, footwear agriculture items like rice so this would happen as you know a reduction or elimination of duties in these items will bring the indian exporters of these items at par with exporters from ldcs you know such as bangladesh you know which actually enjoy a tariff advantage because of the ldc status hmm. and uh, this will give them a more more level playing field and there's a lot of scope for growth uh, as india accounts for barely 2% of the uk's total trade in goods and services so okay. uh, there is a target of you know doubling bilateral trade to dollar 100 billion by 2030 it's a big one you know from 50 you jump to 100 billion and india is also hopeful that you know if it signs an fta it will get a more liberal visa regime for its professionals and it is also pushing for uh, these mutual recognition agreements which will allow both the countries to be mutually recognized qualifications earned in each other's countries so you know person uh, who wants to take up uh, you know higher studies or jobs in the other country so the qualification that they have acquired in their home country would be applicable there if these mras happen so these are all the all these areas where you know india can benefit if the fta is uh, you know finalized and implemented so it will basically broaden scope for india in various sectors that is right that is right okay so and with that regards amiti what are the challenges that the free trade agreement is facing now the signing a free trade agreement is never easy as multiple interests in both countries need to be taken care of you know the same holds for the india uk fta this mm-hmm. fta covers a large number of areas you know apart from the traditional areas of goods services investments there are many new areas such as government procurement labor environment gender intellectual property digital trade 
which are also being included. So there are a total of 26 chapters. So all these areas are also there. So you know, it is not surprising that despite several rounds of successful talks and settlement of a large number of issues, some areas of contention still remain. One of the major areas that still needs to be ironed out is uh, the duty cuts that India will commit to in the areas of automobiles and parts and wines and liquor, especially scotch whiskey. So both sectors are highly protected in India. You know, we have tariff as high as 150% for wines mm. and uh, the tariff for automobiles is also very high. So India has is agreeing to bring down tariffs in a phased manner. But, you know, a lot of wrangling is still on on the level of cuts because the UK wants India to commit to deeper cuts. And government procurement is another area where both sides are yet to come to an agreement. Because, you know, whereas India wants that there should be you know, uh, kind of basically no commitments, but uh, uh, more or less, you know, kind of thing that, you know, this is our best intention. But uh, UK wants commitments there. And UK also wants strong commitments from India in the area, like intellectual property, where India does not want to go beyond the uh, WTO strips agreement. And also digital trade. You know, there is a lot of push from developed countries, including the UK, for India to open up its digital trade, which includes e-commerce and data transfer. And India is not at all comfortable here. So that is another area of, of uh, contention. And India, on the other hand, wants the UK to eliminate duties on labor-intensive items. The UK could tie that to some of the demands that it has made. And India would also want more work visas and longer-term visas, which could be a difficult you know, political call for the UK. These are the areas where there is a great meeting uh, round is you know, yet to be arrived at. Okay, all right. So as you mentioned that it's really hard to sign a free trade agreement. And India-UK decided to sign this free trade agreement supposedly by Diwali, but we missed the deadline. So where does the free trade agreement stand now? When we talk about the Diwali deadline, one has Mm -hmm. to also remember that the India-UK FTA talks began just 10 months back in January 2022. Mm -hmm. So there is nothing sacrosanct about deadlines in trade talks, you know, especially... Once so early in the negotiations. So the Diwali deadline was a timeline to add momentum to the talks, which it did. So to comment on the seriousness of the two sides based on the missing of the deadline will not be a correct thing to do. As for where the talks uh, stand now, the five rounds of negotiations have already happened between the two sides. India and the and uh, UK trade negotiators uh, reportedly completed discussions on 19 of the 26 chapters. You know, that's a big thing to do in, uh, in you know, uh, eight, nine months. So we've already discussed, we just discussed the contention, the contentious areas which still exist. So those certainly need to be sorted out before a pact can be seen. So uh, mm-hmm. FTA negotiations, you know, are a game of give and take and more compromises have to be reached. That's a fact. So do you think either of the countries are willing to do that compromise? Both countries know that, you know, without compromise, a trade agreement is not possible. Hmm. But, you know, it is like a game of cards. You know, you keep hiding your cards and you don't reveal everything. You reveal by and by. So that is a game that is still on. So as I just said that, you know, uh, almost 19 chapters have been concluded, but there's these seven crucial chapters left and those uh, crucial areas are remaining. So those areas are important to both sides and, you know, they would certainly want an agreement to be reached there. So, yes, I think there would be compromises, but then, you know, there would also be, you know, a, a game on to see who compromises, you know, mm. lesser than the other. Mm. 
Yes. So with regards to the free trade agreement, recently, former UK Home Secretary, like she's again back as a Home Secretary in the new cabinet as well. Suela Braverman said, and I quote, I have concerns about having an open borders migration policy with India, because mm-hmm. I don't think that's what people voted for with Brexit. Mm-hmm. closed. So do you think this comments will have an effect on the India-UK free trade agreement? Bella Braverman did link her comment on Indians overstaying their visa permits and these immigration problems with the FTA. Mm-hmm. Actually, there is no factual link between the two. You know, mm-hmm. FTAs are not about illegal stays. They are about legal movement of professionals and workers between countries. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when, when two countries are trying to strike an FTA, they are, they are you know, there to arrive at, they are there to, you know, basically agree on, on legal, legal rules. Hmm. So, as you know, our MEA also pointed out that these illegal movements have to be dealt through a different agreement and FTA is certainly not a forum for that. So, I don't think there is a link at all you know, between what she said and, you know, the, the India-UK FTA under negotiations. Okay. So, basically, it's not at all related with the trade agreement that's taking place. But, but at the same time, it also reflects that, you know, uh, there, there is a concern in in uk you know uh, amongst politicians about movement of people from one country to the other so uh, so you know when india is asking for uh, more liberal visa rules so uh, that is also something uh, which will always remain in the backdrop so india has to negotiate mm. within that within, within those constraints mm. yes yeah. understood so UK just now got Rishi Shonak as a prime minister. So how will his leadership have an impact on the India-UK free trade agreement? See, the India-UK FTA has widespread support in the UK. Okay, mm-hmm. it was initiated by uh, former British PM Boris Johnson. But after his removal, we saw that uh, his successor Liz Truss, who took it up with a lot of enthusiasm. However, none of the two would have been ready for a pact that did not take care of Britain's interest and protect its vulnerabilities. So Rishi Sunak too is likely to tread on a similar path. There is no reason for him to be, you know, dismissive of the negotiations with India as it could lead to substantive, you know, because if it is basically taken on uh, Britain's terms, it could lead to substantive gains for the British industry. On the other hand, just because, you know, he is of Indian origin, we cannot expect him to bend over backwards to please India. Some mm-hmm. are actually concerned that, you know, something to, to the contrary might happen, that because of, he is of Indian origin, he might be more strict towards India. Uh, but, you know, if Sunak is the mature politician he appears to be, that shouldn't be a worry for us. Okay, all right. So basically, he'll be carrying on the agreement just as any other prime minister would do. Exactly. That is what I think. Okay. And do you think the UK will just now went through a political turmoil? It is in financial distress. So some are saying that UK is not in the position to talk about a free trade agreement now. What are your views about that? See, if the UK believes that it is getting a good deal hmm. with India and its industry will be able to make greater inroads into the Indian market, you know, especially for its scotch whiskey, for its automobiles, auto parts, you know, it would certainly go for it, I believe, because India is a big market. So, yes, they would certainly try to draw a hard bargain and you know, not be as accommodative as Australia to India's sensitivities. But that is where India's negotiating skills will be tested. I think that, uh, you know, just because UK is in a financial distress, that does not, you know, means that curtains could be drawn on the India-UK FTA. Okay, all right. And my last question to you would be, when do you think, when can we basically expect the FTA to be completed? 
Rishi Sunak has just been announced as UK's new prime minister. Hmm. He has to put his act together first and would need some time to settle in. He seems hmm. to be totally focused on you know getting the UK out of the financial mess and most of the tax breaks that his predecessor uh, press announced are to be reversed. So he will not be you know I don't think he'll be overly generous on the FTA with India that that is to be sure. If you know I were to take a guess the next round of FTA negotiations may not take too long to be fixed but conclusion of the FTA is a different ball game altogether. India should not be in an unnecessary hurry to finish the talks as it has to ensure that it is a net winner. See, of course, it has to give concessions, but it has to be, you know, it has to go very carefully about it. And, uh, and it has to also see that its gains, uh, you know, they are at least equal, if not, you know, if not more than what it is giving up. You know, when the FTA can be completed is something that we have to leave to the negotiators because, you know, putting, as I said, putting deadlines to it will not serve, you know, either country's purpose. Okay, understood. So as of now, we are not sure as to what the date would be, but we hope the progress is sooner. Exactly. Yes, you're right. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for your time, Amiti. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to our content. If you like it, please subscribe and share. Thank you.